Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? Want to gamble? They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Lately, we've been getting a lot of great emails. A lot. So instead of holding on to them for weeks or having a regular show go three hours long, we thought, why not make it a bonus round? So we're calling this 360 Vegas listener feedback. I love it. And quite frankly, I even said to you, uh, how many, you know, about what's the time frame that it took for these to come in. And you said about two weeks. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we've got about 11 pages, it would have been a of, month before like, you got some of this content. Yeah. 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 Good to call. Good call. So I, plus I love the opportunity for us just to get back together and, yeah, and, I know, and right? just talk, you know, talk Vegas. So Exactly. But Karen, that yes. also means you, young lady, are going to have quite a hoarse voice uh, tomorrow with all of the talking you're going to have to do. So uh, with that, why don't we go ahead and get started with a DM from Scott Tilton. All right. So Scott writes, Vegas, day one, new frontier. Flu frontier. Oh, flu frontier. <laughs> okay, well, this isn't starting well. <laughs> Try that again. Vegas, day one, flu frontier, no legroom. Charge for bags, inflate food and bevs, arrived at the Strat. Enjoyed a quick check-in with a $20 trick room upgrade to the top 23rd floor and fridge. Hmm. However, only had two full-size towels provided. No hand towels or washcloths. (laughs) That's odd. I wonder if that is that the common practice or if that was just housekeeping. I I don't know. I hope that's a mistake. Yeah, I hope that was just lazy (laughs) and attentive. (laughs) Bed was hard. Hello, super soft. <laughs> Great view of mountain sunset. Room was cool temp all weekend. Dinner at top of the world had amazing views, but overpriced food, especially the sides. Asparagus and corn casserole. But we're from Iowa. <laughs> Showtime. Saw Rouge Bogo deal, and it was better than expected. Rouge. Rouge. It's the name of the show. Isn't that the, is it like Moulin Rouge inspired? I have no idea. We had this conversation before. Oh. I don't. I don't know how what it's inspired, and I haven't heard a. a why do I feel like J Dubs has gone? Has been to see that. I don't know. Waiting on a review for me. Come on, tell me about it. Uh, all right, Vegas day two. Walked through the Arts District, visiting our favorite breweries and fun antique shops. That really is a fun. It is part of the part of the thing. If you're just going for the booze and stuff, I mean, obviously that's going to be fun. But uh, I think it just enhances the trip when you, when you stop and poke your head in these in these shops. Oh, they got so much cool stuff down yeah. there to blast. Quick Uber to Ellis Island for steak dinners. And I'm guessing this is a typo. $5 for two steaks plus sides, and we're very good. Yeah. My gut says 50 right? It's got to <laughs> be. That's what my guess is going to yeah. be. But is that good? Because yeah. I, I think what, be. he's, what he's trying to say is it was really good. Well, no. F- so for twenty five dollars a person for a steak dinner and two sides, that's a that's a decent deal in Vegas. Is it a person? Yes. It would be. Yes. Yeah. 
Then off to what I thought would be the highlight of the trip. Lost Distilleries, Lost Spirits Distillery Tour. In a warehouse west of the Strip, theatrical circus circus sideshow acts in a maze with four shots of very harsh rum. It was harsh. It was very harsh. Next door was Meow Wolf and Omega Mart, trippy AF, Ubered to the Palms to see it reopened. Yeah, it doesn't. You know, nobody has said anything nice about this Lost dis- Lost Spirits Distillery rum. I liked the concept. I didn't like the execution. That, that's even that's not fair. I didn't like the I, rum. I think it, yeah, the rum. I just wasn't like that's what really soured it. Is it just wasn't like you're like you were looking forward to going. Yeah, we're gonna do a tasting. It's gonna be fucking awesome. And you're having like a little bit of this. Like what? What do I do with the rest of this? I don't want to finish this. Oh, they had the little little spittoon <laughs> buckets there. You could dump yeah. it out, but. Then you're like, wait, 65 bucks for wandering around for two hours with four, excuse me, four little sips of rum. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to turn people off to it because I think, it might well, just I not, feel like Donnie, it might Donnie not just and his, be, his wife liked it. They had a good time. Yeah. So might just not be for us. Yeah, maybe not. Vegas day three, breakfast at the Aztec Inn across <laughs> from the Strat, $5 breakfast, hot, fast and good coffee. All right. That, they're brave. I, mean, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have never thought to um, eat food by the Aztec Inn. Yeah. Met up with 360 Vegas podcasters, Karen and Mark. Dinner at Oscars. Wow, oh, wow. Yeah, you, you really can't. I mean, talk about a good evening. They met us, and then they had dinner at Oscars. I know, it doesn't right? much better than that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> In that order. Neon Museum, hands down the highlight of the weekend. Then to Frankie's Tiki Bar. That's a must. $16 strong drinks, but the atmosphere is spot on. Love will return. You see, I say you've got to try the, the golden tiki. Golden tiki then? I think that's that's vastly imperial. I feel like Frankie's is just it's just such a classic Vegas thing. And the golden tiki is just kind of takes the whole tiki thing to another level. <laughs> so, I mean, they're both great. I would encourage anybody to go to both. Now, do I have a personal preference? Yes, but I would encourage anyone to go to both. Yeah. Which one, which tiki bar is it that has the, um, it's really dark and they play what look like 1990s uh, videos, like trippy Honolulu-esque. I don't know. It's I the place where Frankie's. it has the wall of dicks. Frankie, Frankie's is the one that's really, really dark. Golden Tiki is okay. dark, but not not that. Oh, bad. that's right, because they have that little foyer. Yeah, area. you kind of get to your eyes get adjusted before right. you come back into it. Frankie's, oh, you just okay. you walk into pitch blackness. Right, right. Yes, yes. Okay, okay. Yes, I've also been to uh, I've been to Frankie's. I have yet to hit uh, Golden Tiki. I would like to do that sometime. Oh yeah, next I time thought they town, were interesting. Make it I mean, just to begin with, but I actually enjoyed that place. Okay. All right. All right. And now Vegas Day 4, hungover AF. I had coffee at the Aztec Inn. Oh, I went back there. Now we got now, right? now I'm intrigued. I know, right? To the rooftop pool, wet 24, adults only. Ooh. Open to the public, free. Wow, they have an adults only pool open to the public? That's free, I know, fuck right. $18 margaritas were hand-mixed and good. Felt much better. Then it's amazing how the hair of the dog can really help you feel much I, better. I know, I know, and it's not, it's, it's not a bluff. Then to the airport and home, Allegiant or myth—that's what I was looking for. <laughs> Allegiant, okay space, charge for bags and in-flight drinks slash snacks. Well, there you go. Well, Thanks, thank you, Scott. Scott. That was very. That was. I, I could say that's 
generally succinct. It was, yeah. and it was it was awesome to meet to meet him and his missus. Um, yeah, you know, we, we did fun. we were on a little bit of a, a time window, but uh, had a great time hanging out and chatting with them. So, yeah. looking forward to doing it again next time you guys are in town. Yes. And then next up, we got an email from JB. All right, JB writes. All right, hold on. I got to turn my iPad because these come in different fonts and. I've got to make this one bigger to be able to read it. They're not supposed to. They're supposed to all be the same. Well, that's not how they're coming across on my iPad. All right. JB writes, Hi, Karen, Mark, and Tony. Thank you so much for your suggestions to my party bus question a few weeks back. You guys were spot on with your reasoning that two hours goes fast on a party bus and fewer stops is probably better. We ended up just stopping at the Vegas sign for pictures and then making one casino stop, which ended up being Resorts World. Interesting that they picked Resorts World. It Agreed. probably was easier to get in and out of for the bus, if you think about it. Yeah, I don't... If you think about a lot of the places Yeah, but on now the strip, you're stuck on an island. Well, they were just going in for a minute, well, which he elaborates to here. So let, me, right. let me continue. We had nine people, and we ended up contributing to one roulette spin and then went back on the bus. <laughs> in an effort to not bury the lead, we lost the spin, but I have to tell you, the whole thing was pretty entertaining. <laughs> We had the least experienced gambler put the money on the table and pick what we were betting on. She chose red. The spin went black, which is how it always seems to happen. Right. There was one guy playing at the table who literally almost fell out of his chair when he saw how much she was betting and proceeded to say, um, you might want to think about getting a player's card if you're betting that much. <laughs> <laughs> I also wanted to ask the bus driver if he wanted to bet his tip on our roulette spin with us and double up. But when I ran the idea by my wife, she rolled her eyes. So I thought better of it. <laughs> there you go. That's a good wife, saving you from yourself. Because <laughs> I'm sure the bus driver would be like, ah, no, just give me the cash. Thank you. <laughs> on a separate note, you guys were so helpful. I thought I'd do a mini review on something that turned out to be really fun on our group trip. Maybe some of your listeners would find it entertaining too. The nine of us tried out Kamu Karaoke at Lounge at the Palazzo. Well, I know how much he spent. <laughs> <laughs> For those unfamiliar, you pay an hourly fee and get a private karaoke lounge complete with screens, microphones, and a private server. You provide the entertainment. I am not a karaoke person, and in a normal situation, I would never, in all caps, get up on stage. It's a stranger element. Like, I could do it for my friends, get in front of all my friends and act yeah. like a fool. But just Well, and they also, I mean, assuming he still had, like, the group of nine people, so I right. think... You know, versus Tony, when you guys tried to hop in there before, and there were only, what, four of you? Five of Three. you? Three. Three. The, the wife and I and uh, Magnus. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that's very different if you're paying, you know, those rates for three people versus those rates for nine people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we reserved the room for $100 on happy hour pricing. 20 minutes in, and I was starting to have regrets. <laughs> it was fun, but kind of awkward waiting for somebody to get up and sing. Lots of nervous energy. <laughs> and then it just clicked for all of us. I remember the karaoke we had at ours, man. People were fucking lined up waiting for it to start. Oh, well, Hell we, yeah. No we one had some hardcore karaokeers yeah. that, that do this on a regular. So they were they were raring to go. There wasn't yeah, a... Yeah, I don't think they liked us being there. <laughs> what? Oh, our, I meant our regulars. Oh, no, I, I didn't go. mean that. I, I meant regulars to uh, video or Ellis to uh, yeah, karaoke at Ellis Island. Oh. Yeah. Tough shit. They got to deal with tourists coming in. <laughs> That's where you're right. going. Uh, it was a combination of alcohol and watching everyone else make a fool of themselves that put us all at ease. It was a blast. We ended up paying for an additional hour. The staff was great. They let us check in early and even stay a bit p- later past our extra hour. 
Everyone in our group loved it, and a few said it was their favorite thing we did on the trip. Drink service was great. There was a button you could press, and they came in right away. It was pretty funny when the servers would walk in. I would be belting out, kiss from a rose by seal, as a random guy came in with our drinks. (laughs) I'd awkwardly tone down the theatrics, make weird eye contact with him, and we'd both smile, (laughs) then immediately continue to belt out the tune the minute he walked out again. The place was slow, so I don't know how long it'll be open, but if you're looking for something a bit different to do, I highly recommend. Thanks again for all you do. All the best. JB from MKE. Thank you, sir. Where's MKE? Milwaukee. 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 Okay. I think we asked that question when he wrote in the last time. Yeah. The question probably. About yeah. The yeah. It'll, it'll happen many times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's cool. And, you know, and quite honestly, for $100 an hour, especially divided by nine people, yeah. what a, I mean, you're big. Yeah. Just a little over ten dollars ahead to be able to do that. I thought I remembered us reporting on it, but then I never followed up on it to find out if it was doing anything. I mean, now I'm I'm intrigued. I'm assuming you still have to pay for the drinks. It's not. Yeah, I imagine. Sure, sure. But still, yeah. I mean, renting out a space, you know, like you said, to get ten people, ten bucks a person for an hour. That's that's a pretty good way to be entertained. Mm -hmm. I I completely agree, and frankly, that's yeah. I'm sitting here thinking through. If it would have only been a hundred bucks at midnight or one a.m., whatever time we had walked up there, if I would have, if I would have paid a hundred bucks, and I, I'm not gonna lie, I was just intoxicated enough that <laughs> I probably would have <laughs> for <laughs> three people, and my wife would never karaoke, so it really would have been just you and Magnus, Magnus and I just popping back and forth. Yeah, that would have been so entertaining. You should have done it. <laughs> well, how much? I forget, Tony. How much did they want to charge you? Two hundred and fifty dollars. Wow. At like one one thirty in the morning. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, nice. absolutely. Oh, that's that fucked was... up. That's nice. All right. Okay. Next up, our dear friend Litton Adams. He sent in a nice little email here. <laughs> little email. Yeah, I know. All I'm right. being polite. Buckle up, kids. Litton's telling a story. All right. Hey, guys. Hope you are all well. Finally getting around to sending my trip report. We were out of the country for six days and then returned to work for a day stretch. So I'm only now finding the time to do a quick recap. You'll recall I did the escape room treasure hunt Vegas vacation reveal where my daughters eventually located Tony Spilatro's missing briefcase to discover that we'd be staying two nights at Plaza and two nights at Flamingo. After a disastrous buildup with numerous flights being canceled, we finally arrived on July 1st. Yeah, he was telling us the story of this. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know the story. Oh, they literally were canceling because they ended up booking like some of the flights with reward po- points and some of the flights with... So they were all flying diff- like separately wow. and they were canceling some flights and then not others. And it was a nightmare. And like one of their daughters got into town, like, I don't know, six or seven hours after they did. She was wow. flying by herself. And yeah, the whole thing was it, they, they were here the weekend when all the flights were getting canceled. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was like happening everywhere. Weren't we concerned that uh, my nephew was going to get caught up in that? Or am I thinking of a different time? You're thinking of a different time. Remember, he's because he had to fly to like. He, yeah, he got rerouted when he was out here, but that was last year. Right. This is this was just recently, and I forget when it was, but all the crazy flights were happening. Yep. Right. Wanting to make their first Vegas experience extra special, I booked a limo to pick us up at the airport. Special shout out to Earth Limos, who were incredibly accommodating and changed pickup time on four separate occasions because of our flight fiasco. Nice work. Highly recommend. I'm glad we sorted things out with Earth Limos. Yeah. We checked into the two-bedroom suite at Plaza, which was absolutely idea for the five of us. And I would stay there again in a heartbeat if traveling with a few other people. 
Another nice touch was a bunch of plaza swag and a handwritten note from Liza <laughs> Melmed from the corner of Main Street Podcast, who'd heard about our briefcase shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, they, they had a nice little note and thank you and all kinds of stuff waiting That's for them, cool. which was really cool. We checked out the pool, ordered pop-up pizza for our room around 7 p.m., and then had a quick 30-minute nap before tackling Fremont Street. Except we didn't. Because the 30-minute jet lag nap induced... The 30-minute jet lag induced nap actually was a nine-hour coma. (laughs) (laughs) And we didn't wake up until the next morning. Holy cow. (laughs) Hey, when when your body just zonks you out like that, you just go with it. Yeah, uh, but you normally feel it at the end of a vacation in Vegas. No, I I can imagine like with all the travel craziness that they had, and again oh, yeah, they were yeah. traveling you know across the continent, so it wasn't right. like it was a short flight, and they had connections and the stress of it. I'm not surprised. For no. sure. I'm not surprised well, how how old are his daughters? Because I have to imagine that's especially stressful if you've got you know kids that are traveling alone. Yeah, they are all underage, um, yeah. but they're teenagers, so sure. I forget their Still, exact age, geez. but yeah, they. They were all, yeah, which was kind of one of those interesting things about the trip that they were talking about because, you know, Lytton and his wife love to come out to Vegas and his girls are just kind of like, why do you guys always want to go there? So mm-hmm. this was their first trip and they really wanted to make it, you know, special and kind of wow them and that kind of stuff, which is, you know, why he had the limo pick them up, why they stayed, at, right. you know, in the suite and, um, you know, they did a couple other things to really make them want to come back, I guess is a yeah. good way to put it. All right, Lytton continues, but no big deal. Very well rested. We grabbed McDonald's for breakfast. Very handy to have some cheap meal options inside the hotel and headed back to the pool. I had decided to rent a cabana as our intention was to spend the whole day there. And the combination of 100 degrees sunshine and Canadian skin may have ended in disaster. (laughs) The pool overall was awesome. We had so much fun and the cabana was a great value. More on that later. Our only criticism was the music volume. Don't get me wrong, I love a good pool party, but you literally had to yell inside the cabana if you were trying to talk to each other. I did get them to reduce the volume on our speakers a bit, but it was still pretty loud. Yeah, that's... that's. It was very loud. It's Scott complains about that all the time, except you, it's usually indoors that he complains about it. Yeah, well, no, this was like, and he wasn't kidding. We were like sitting in the cabana trying to carry on a conversation yeah. and we're like screaming at each other yeah. to be heard. Highlight of the day was obviously meeting Mark and Karen, who hung out, out with us for the day. Aw, thanks. It was so good to finally meet you guys and share Vegas stories. I was also delighted my wife Lisa hit it off with you guys as she's not a podcast listener and doesn't have the Vegas obsessions to the same degree I do. But she has set, since mentioned doing a future 360 Vegas nice. vacation. Hell yeah. Hey, see, we are nice people. You know, can get right? along with us even if you don't listen to the show. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> we all got dressed up for an amazing dinner at Oscars. Clearly, Plaza had handpicked our waiter, Nick. Oh, Nick is the best. Mm. I, we've had him as a waiter before. He's awesome. Uh, who's been serving tables for 45 years and recounted stories of his encounters with Spilatro, Sam... Giancana. Thank you. Lefty Rosenthal and others. The steaks were as good as his mob tales. It was truly one of the best dining experiences of my life. Wow. I'm not so There's a couple of places that I could point you to. I don't know if these are changing... If Oscars changed your life. I don't know if it changed his life. He said it was one of the best experiences of his life. Oh, yeah. Well, and quite honestly, Nick makes it. If anybody has, is, eats there and has a chance to get Nick as your waiter, he is the perfect amount of knowledge and attentiveness without being overboard. He, pu- he pushes it. He pushes it. I don't think so. Don't you No, you've even said it before. You're like, okay, he's right there. He's right at that line. It's good. 
I don't know. I'm thinking back on it and thinking differently now. <laughs> <laughs> After that, we walked around Fremont a bit. Obviously, the girls were mesmerized by the canopy. And to finish the night, me and Lisa had a few cocktails at the Sand Dollar, which was a really cool vibe. Great drinks, cool band, and amazing people watching. Oh, I didn't think of that. Oh, I, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. People watching is like the, the best form of entertainment <laughs> in Las Vegas. And I think you get, you know, then you add people watching anywhere associated with Fremont Street. And I think it just adds a different You think the strip rivals Walmart? Fremont does. Fremont does. Oh, yeah. Fremont does. <laughs> Overall, our experience at Plaza was top notch. We met up with Jonathan Jossel and shared some stories about how we both grew up in the UK and then moved to North America in our 20s. I actually saw him three or four other times milling around the casino floor, and I don't think it is a coincidence having such an engaged, hands-on CEO is mirrored by a positivity and high energy level of every single Plaza employee we encountered. Flamingo the next day was a different story. Mm-hmm. I, I don't disagree with him. I think having, you know, a... a and I know he's not the owner like Derek Stevens is, but I think it's also, I mean, he's, he's so active and he's so visible and yeah. accessible, which is something you don't have. And I know we've talked about before with the big old corporations, right. and that kind of stuff. So There's nobody's hand to shake. Right. We got a late checkout at Plaza and paid for a 1 PM check-in at Flamingo. So by the time we'd Ubered down to the strip, we didn't have a lot of waiting to do. I tried to check in at 12.50 p.m., but neither the automated kiosk or desk clerk would let me. (laughs) Holy shit. She actually rolled her eyes at me. (laughs) The room was great, though. One of the newer queen bunk rooms, ideal for our family, and the girls love the pink decor. Oh, there you go. I didn't know. They have bunk rooms at Flamingo with bunk beds? I guess so. I knew they had them at Link. I thought that was just the Link. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was just the Link, but that's... There you go. I was hoping to meet up with Mark again. However, a word of advice. If you take teenage girls to Omega Mart, don't make any other plans that day. (laughs) I I honestly think they'd have spent 12 hours in there if we let them. The phrase, quote, immersive experience is thrown around way too much, but this is the real deal. We didn't really have time to check out the rest of Area 15, but I'm sure there will be a next time in the not too distant future. Mm. Back on the strip, we went to Cosmo, had burgers and shakes at Holstein's before finishing off the night at the Bellagio Fountain. Oh, that's cool. Oh, I'm, that's glad, cool. I, I'm glad to hear, you know, that Omega Mart is, and I, I do think they're probably more the target audience than the oh, you think? Yeah, huh. I think so. So glad to hear that. Uh, and it, it's good to have a family friendly option that you can take people to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know how they make money. They charge for everything. Well, it's true, yeah. You can walk into this space, but if you want to do anything other than stand there and look around yeah, in the circle, good, you have to point. pay for it. Everything's expensive exactly. in there. Final day in Vegas started at the Flamingo Pool. It was July 4th, and there was a pretty big lineup to get into the pool area 30 minutes before it opened. Yeah. I had decided against making reservations this time around. Uh, Compare the value of Plaza of $200, including $150 drink credits, versus 700 at Flamingo, including nothing. Jesus, that's insane. Um, But we found some loungers and stayed for a couple of hours. Wasn't quite the same, though. I think we missed the company. Aw, thanks. From there, we checked out the Miracle Mile shops, ate at Ocean's One, which was okay, except for the homeless guy who thought he might want to join us. No. shit. (laughs) And he doesn't elaborate. I kind of wish he would. Okay, Lynn, send send in a story. You're you're a good storyteller. Send in the story of the homeless guy. I want to hear this. (laughs) We made our way north to do a final walkthrough of the Mirage. Took a ton of photos and watched the volcano show. 
then headed to Caesar's Palace to watch the fireworks. Was an awesome display, but afterwards, as we made our way up across, made our way up the crossover to Flamingo, there were so many people at the top. When we got to the top of the escalator, there was literally nowhere to go. <sighs> so we squashed into the mass of humanity that was already there. My youngest lost her shoe in the melee. Oh, jeez. Could have been a lot worse. Certainly gave me flashbacks to a few soccer games in Europe. Yeah, that's that's way too much. Oh, that's, yeah. That, I, that would give me stress, panic attack, yeah. something. The next day, well, we especially picked, to have lost a shoe. Yeah. Right. So did he carry? I mean, I, I assume she's too uh, old to be carried. So now you're walking the strip barefoot sons, a shoe. Uh, poor thing. That might that yeah. might scare her off of ever coming back. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know what all she stepped on right. and in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Hopefully nothing. I mean, it doesn't. I'm sure he would have mentioned if she got injured. So it doesn't sound well, like it was maybe just right. grossness. Right. <laughs> The next day, we picked up our rental car from MGM Grand and headed to Death Valley. Quick mm-hmm. mention, as it's so close to Vegas. Breathtakingly beautiful and highly recommend staying at the Inn at Death Valley, part of the Oasis Resort Complex. It was expensive, but just incredible. From there, we drove to Anaheim and had a couple of days at Disney before getting on a carnival ship and doing Jeez. a seven-day Mexican <laughs> Riviera cruise. Yes, we decided to go big for this family trip. Oh, yeah. Clearly. Well, again, it's one of those things where we figured it you know, they, they hadn't been, I think they mentioned they hadn't been on a vacation since the pandemic started well, and most of the world. Yeah. Stuck and in that. they're, you know, flying all the way here cause they're up in, um, Eastern Canada. Mm. Shoot. I don't remember where Nova exactly. Scotia. I think so. I don't know. It just popped into my head. <laughs> I, I, I have no, no information that supports that. I just, the word Nova Scotia. Popped. I should know this. I'm sorry. Um, but I know it's Eastern, BC? Eastern Canada. So it's, it's well, the BC's Columbia. on the Western side. Okay. Anyway, but yeah, I, I, I see why they, you know, all right, if we're going, let's get it all in and yeah. let's, you know, get all the vacationing in that we haven't done in the last yeah, year. Yeah. So. One last Vegas related tidbit. After the cruise, we had one day left in LA. We were pretty exhausted, but we were adamant. We weren't going to wa- waste the opportunity. We took an Uber to Hollywood and ended up having our last dinner at Musso's and Frank's. Unbeknownst to me, two scenes from the Ocean's Eleven were filmed there. It first shows up in the scene when Danny Ocean tells Rusty that he's thinking of robbing a Vegas casino. Then a bit later, they have a drink at the bar and Danny says his famous monologue about needing one more person for the heist. Ten ought to do it, don't you think? Huh. You think we need one more? You think we need one more? All right, we'll get one more. Looking That's amazing. <laughs> that is a great little tidbit. It yeah, is. that is. That's cool. Looking forward to our next visit, but got to pay this one off first. <laughs> Litton and Lisa. <laughs> I like the idea of somebody taking out a short-term loan to come to Vegas. <laughs> it's a fun vacation. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got to go so bad. <laughs> well, and it's with a family of five. And, you know, they didn't go. You know, they stayed at a, in a suite. And, you know, they really did it up. So That's what didn't uh, Chris and Julie Moore do that with their... 21-year-old son? Yeah, when, when their son Pampered turned 21, they, here, yeah. they brought him out here. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That's Which, right, I remember that. Again, I kind of think at that point he's spoiled because they paid for everything. They took yeah, him to nice dinners, right. they yeah, did shows, they were yeah, at Cosmo, um, and it's just kind of like you, you realize that he can't afford to come do this on his own, right? right. <laughs> so he's going to be asking you, hey, you're going to take me back to Vegas again? It's like, nope, exactly, one, and, yeah. one and done, buddy. Yeah. Now you got to do feed your uh, your habits on your own <laughs> well and i if i if memory serves correct i also believe that that was his 21st birthday just happened to have coincided with the first uh 360 bourbon event that we did where everybody 
showed up where I think we'd gone and bought bottles of either the very first one was everybody had to bring something or this was when we had just pooled the money and then Karen, you went out and bought stuff regardless. It was his 21st birthday. So he, so, you know, we invited him to come along. Nobody cared. He, he didn't really have to pay for it per se, but, uh, he got to drink all of this wonderful, yeah, very, very expensive whiskey. And I also remember saying to him, buddy, you are, I mean, what you're drinking, right? These are hundreds of dollars, you know, for bottles. I think and, that was uh, the one because they like, hosted, they hosted a cocktail event at the Mirage before. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that was that trip. I could have it, been. I that would so. not surprise me. Very, very likely was. But yes, I do remember that. So anyway, well, very cool. Litton and, uh, and Lisa, that's, that was, that is a really, really great trip. That is something that you're, and let's be really honest. You know, one of the things I saw, this is kind of neither here nor there, but I saw something the other day on the news that said long-term people have people will remember longer experiences that they have than the items that they've purchased or owned at some point in time, right. which is just a fascinating sort of way that our mind connects to things that you're going to remember these experiences longer than you would ever remember the item. You know, you absolutely needed that yeah. headset or cell phone or, yeah. you know, what the fuck ever. Well, so we've, that's, that was a good story. That was, that was fun. Uh, we've kind of converted to that too. We used to be huge collectors like we wanted to collect stuff and have things and it's gotten to the point now where, you know, we've, we have purged a lot of that. And if we're buying something, we really have like a hard conversation about, okay, do we really need this or do we think this is going to be just a cool thing for a little bit? And we also, if that tunnel really mount to the, to the wall, we'd never have it. Right. Um, but we really are focused more on experiences and, and that's why we, you know, we've started to go see so many concerts and shows and, and are willing to pay for better seats to just make sure that the experience is better that we're doing. So, um, and why I still spend ridiculous amounts of money on food because <laughs> it's, it's the experience. I guarantee you, I'm going to remember the food. <laughs> that's right. All right. Uh, another great, great friend of the podcast, uh, James Jones, always has fun trip reports. He wrote in what he have to say. All right. So James writes, Karen, Mark, and Tony. This is actually the second one that they've gotten the, that order. That ordering, yeah. correct. Like it. really screwing this up. Uh, yeah, it's you're, perfect. You're kind of dead to me now, James. <laughs> <laughs> I hope all is well. I wanted to drop you a line about my most recent trip from July 16th through the 19th. As I said before, my wife is not a big Vegas person, and since she was going, we decided to do something a little different so she could hopefully enjoy the trip. That said, we decided to see Journey. (laughs) The show was at Resorts World, and the band had an orchestra backing them up. The venue has a great setup. I really enjoyed... I really enjoyed to room the sound. I think he meant I really enjoyed the room. I really enjoyed the room. The sound was very good, as well as the seat being very comfortable. I am not a big fan of Journey, and I went because my wife wanted to go, as well as some friends. I did have a good time at the show. Would I go back to see a show at Resorts World? Yes. Would I go see Journey again? Most likely not. Like I said, the show was fun and enjoyable, but I was surprised the orchestra did not have a bigger role. I thought that, too. The orchestra was not a part of the overall sound during the songs as I thought they would be. Yeah, like I was thinking Metallica kind of like, fucking violins and shit. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. You did. <laughs> oh, what was that? No, I'm not doing it again. That's awesome. <laughs> well, That's it, awesome. James, it reminds me of the scene from Jurassic Park, the first movie, where they're in the they're in the the immersive uh, theater, yeah. and you've got Hammond in the background saying, "Of course, there'll be music in the background." Boom, you know, boom, 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 boom. boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> and, well and done, he, John Hammond. I like. That. That, that was excellent. 
Well, and, and he James alluded to going with friends. We actually went with with him and his wife to the show. Um, and it was one of those things where his his wife was very excited about going to see Journey, as was Mark. And James and I were just kind of like, okay, we'll, we'll go to the show. <laughs> so it was really kind of fun because, you know, Mark and, and the missus... What? I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> Suri's trying to Sorry. get her to Suri, Suri wants some airtime, apparently. Um, you know, so Mark and, and the missus got, did a lot of the hanging out. We, we actually sat them next to each other, you know, more towards the center of the show. And James and I sat on the end and um, probably talked a little bit too much during the show. But <laughs> I'll blame that on the, the cocktails. It was loud. Uh, and it was loud. So, um, but yeah, it was, it was fun. It was a, a great, great day spent with them. So. All right, James continues. While at Resorts World, we played some video poker and had some great comp drinks at the bar as well as visiting a lounge after the show for some additional drinks with the groups. A fun and great night with friends and beverages. It was. During our first two nights, we stayed downtown at the Fremont. I've stayed here a long time ago and did not really think it was very good. During my last stay, the rooms were small and outdated. This time was much better. Hmm. The rooms have been updated and are very functional. They are still small in size, including the bathroom, but they are very modern and comfortable. During our stay at Fremont, we had lunch at the 2nd Street Grill. I was very pleased with this lunch. It was a good price and good food. My wife had the oxtail soup, and I had the fried salmon. Samini? Simon. S-A-I-M-I-N. That's Cy. Simon. I I wonder if it's supposed to be Simon. Simon. I don't know. I've had both these dishes before at the California, but it was better at the Fremont, and there was no line for the restaurant. Huh. All in all, I would stay at the Fremont again. The staff was very friendly, the rooms clean but small, and good food. Nothing fancy but solid choice. Yeah, ours was like, do you need a place to stay in Vegas and, and have it cost as little as possible? Like <laughs> You've got Fremont, you've got uh, El Cortez. Downtown Grand. Downtown Grand. Yeah. That's, that's where you're, that's where you're going to I've get. never heard of Second Street Girl. It's interesting that they also have the oxtail soup. Fremont. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Karen, real quick. Yes. Uh, Simon is a noodle soup dish common to the contemporary cuisine of Hawaii. Oh. Traditionally consisting of soft wheat egg noodles served with a hot dashi garnered with diced green onions and a thin slice of Kamabuko. Modern versions include additional toppings of other things like sliced spam, sliced egg. Okay, so it's almost like another nori. like a Hawaiian version of, of ramen then. That's what it sounds like. Sounds like, yes. Interesting. That's yep. So there you go. Learned something new today. Thank you, Tony. Absolutely. You're just My a pleasure. you're just a wealth of knowledge. Right. Well, should, yeah, thanks. Yeah, we should all write and thank Wikipedia. That's <laughs> <laughs> While downtown, we did indulge in some late night, late night drinks at the Sand Dollar. Another fun spot to have some good comp drinks and play some video poker. Oh, the Sand Dollar is really getting... I cannot speak reviews. more highly of this addition to the wow. plaza. They have a winner there. After this, we decided to go to the deli at Binion's. Binion's Deli is open from midnight to 7 a.m., so this was a good way to cap off the night and get some drunk food. We both decided on the patty melt. Maybe it was drunk the drinks, but so it was good. really excellent. Yes, drunk, getting <laughs> drunk is the best way to have the greatest meal you've ever had. <laughs> right? That's like your uh, Tony Roma's experience. Right? <laughs> we went to Tony Roma's this one time. Every uh, People who drink have this story um, where we ended up having um, like chicken wings. 
I'm like, oh my God, these are the best chicken wings I've ever had in my Mark life. Mark was raving about the food. I must not have been as drunk because I was like, it's food, it's fine. Yeah. But Mark was like, oh, we got to go back to Tony Roma's. I'm yeah, like, I went back really? sober and you're like, oh my God, these taste like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie. Oopsie. I think the deli may be a hidden gem and a turd of a casino. That's harsh. <laughs> I would recommend getting the food to go so you minimize your exposure to binions. I know I am ragging on binions, but I did enjoy the deli and will go back. Yeah. I just do not enjoy the property to gamble in since it's sad and depressing. We used to play there a lot in the beginning. Yeah. And it's, when he's talking the deli, is he talking about the cafe? I don't know. Because the cafe is, and binions is good. I, I would oh, that's agree right. With I remember that. that. Yeah, yeah. I would agree with that. That's surprising. I, I have, I feel more his, his, um, sad little uh, description of, of, of binions. I kind of feel that way about Fremont. I, mm. I actually kind of enjoy binions. Really? Uh, but I'm such a sucker though, for that, that old dark wood yeah. that, that they, oh, that sounds, <laughs> sounds <laughs> than I meant that. Walked right into that. <laughs> Let me one, try that you? again. Let me try that again. <laughs> you know, that their video poker area is very ornate so many of the downtown casinos, when I think about, um, uh, well, certainly Main Street Station, but I think Binion's as well, they've got that just very beautiful, ornate woodwork, wooden bar. Yeah, woodworking. That's just, for me, I dig it. But, but to each their own, that's, I got it. good news for you, James. There will be plenty of seats for you at Fremont, and there will be plenty of seats for me at Binion because we will not be fighting one another for them. <laughs> No fighting anyway. We can, we can accommodate. Although the rule is whoever gets there first gets to stay as long as they want. That's true. All right. We spent our last night at Bally's. I enjoy this property, but have to say the service at the lobby bar was not good on this trip. After waiting for 15 minutes and not getting any service with a mostly empty bar, we decided to go to Sully's bar. Where's Sully's? Sully's is at the other end. Um, uh, you, do, if you're familiar where the uh, Uber Uber and Lyft pickup and drop off is, oh, yeah. you go through those doors straight ahead. It's kind of right there on your right hand side by the the ramp that goes down, and then there's the crap tables Got it. right there. Okay, thank you. Uh, we had excellent service and drinks here. We played some video poker, drank, and had a really good time. Next, we went on for some more drinks at, and a piece of banana cream pie at Jack Binion's Steak. Since I had recently been to the location in Tunica, I wanted to try this one out as well. Mm. Again, the service was excellent. We sat at the bar, had some good conversations with fellow visitors, met a dachshund and his human, had some great <laughs> drinks, and a piece of an amazing piece of banana cream pie. We need to go go eat there. Um, yeah. I mean, because we really liked the Jack Binions in Tunica. Yeah. yeah. Um, that we had actually dinner with Tony, you, and your wife. That's right. Another one where you, you snuck the bill out on us. Don't, don't think I forget this. Stuff. Oh my God. That's, is that where we ate? I, I remember actually, I literally was thinking to myself, where, where did we eat? And it wasn't until you said we <laughs> snuck the uh, bill out from underneath you that I am like, I remember that I was, I had to go told everybody or scratch that. I'll tell the listeners. I told Mark and Karen that I had to use the facilities. So <laughs> while I got up for to a while. make my way to the bathroom, exactly, exactly. I flagged down our, uh, our waitress and gave her the credit card and said, just put everything right on this. Yeah. And then got back to the table saying, thank you. Yeah. Well, it was, you guys are amazing uh, hosts. (laughs) Well, you're amazing guests. That's why we keep inviting you back, but I do want to go and and try this. If it's as good as what I remember. And plus it's in in Vegas. And now if it has banana cream pie, I love banana cream pie. I haven't (laughs) had that in forever. Who knew that was the, uh, the, the tipping point. Right. Banana cream, 
banana cream pie. Like, it's well, and steaks. And so. steaks. <laughs> the decor, the decor is much the same as BLT steak. We talked to the bartender, and almost all the old BLT staff have returned to work there. Nice. All right, that's good to hear. This was very nice to hear, since we often visited BLT steak when it was at Bally's. We then went on to Ellis Island to have some drinks and apps at the front yard. I'm sorry, going back to the fact that the decor is this, is the same. So basically, they closed down the restaurant, put a new sign up front, and reopened. That's, that's all they did at Dave's Hot Chicken. Yeah. I mean, that, that place still looks exactly like... Uh, uh, Blue Ribbon. Blue Ribbon. Yeah. Rest um, in peace, Blue Ribbon. So then, yes. Then we went on to Ellis <laughs> Island to have some drinks and apps at the front yard. I do not know how we ended up there, but we did. <laughs> okay. This was also a lot of fun, great drinks, and very good fried... Excuse me. Very good fried pork belly appetizer as well as pork rind nachos. Trailer trash food, but it tasted great. <laughs> <laughs> it's got all kinds of fried pork on there. I don't know that you can go really wrong with that. I don't know. There can be too much pork. Gambling on the trip was okay. It was up and down most of the trip, but did manage to get a four of a kind on video poker nice. for $1,000 to make me almost even. Nice. I think I am Ooh, slowly breaking my nice. wife down. Nice. She may nice. not admit it, but I think she's starting to enjoy the city. It's a magical experience when it happens. Well, it, you know, we're, we're working on her too. We're trying to help along with that. <laughs> oh, there's so much fun stuff you could do. Don't you want to, hey, we get to hang out again. Yay. <laughs> All the best. Talk soon. James Jones. Thank you, James. As always, an excellent review. Very amusing. Your adventures. Yes. All right, how you feeling, Karen? I'm good. I, I, I think I, right. can, I can get at least one more in here, I think. Good. All right, good, because we do have an email from Ben Long titled Trip Report. All right, Ben writes, Having returned from our most recent Vegas trip, I, I'm, he's, he's, I'm sat sorting my camper van out whilst listening to the latest episode, and I thought I'd give a brief trip report. Sorry, you, you wrote that fine. For some reason, my brain was scrambled on it. <laughs> Maybe I, I really am getting to the end here today. Mm. All right. This was our third trip, and we were due to attend Vegas vacation in May 2020, but we all know why that didn't happen. Mm. We arrived July 24th after four nights in L.A. and seven in San Diego at Caesars Palace with our children. Please don't judge. For our <laughs> final three nights of our family trip. My children are older and are virtually adults, so we were still able to enjoy many aspects of the city. Nice. Caesars, however, completely screwed us over after queuing, waiting in line for you Americans, <laughs> for two hours at check-in, we were told that one of the towers was out of power and we were basically being kicked out and moved to, wait for it, no. the Rio. Fuck off. Oh. Fuck off. That is unacceptable. Yeah, Talk about a that is not a comparative property. They offered no alternatives, and after a bit of con uh, confrontation, us spritz are useless at complaining, we had no choice but to move. Okay, that's bullshit. That is bullshit. How do you... That is not... It, you better have gotten a credit, like, um, cheap... Bob Stupak got sued for doing this when he was having a spillover. Like, it, it, he would put them up in, in these motels that he owned. It's that's just but like no place else on the strip, no place else on the strip. You're going to send him to Rio. Yeah, yeah it's fucked up. Bullshit, El Dorado. I'm mad for you, Ben. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Holy shit, absolutely. I have to say, although the Rio is clearly needing some love, the staff were nothing short of amazing with us. I can say I've experienced that recently. Mm, that's good. 
I did my usual jet lag gambling each morning whilst the family slept, and despite hitting several reasonable bonuses, I left Vegas down for the third trip. Surely I'm due a win. <laughs> we visited Fremont, and I have to say again, whilst joining Binion's Reward and collecting a dining voucher, I had the man behind the desk talk football, soccer, with me, and even went on, and even went on to shake my hand after. The complete opposite to the customer services we received at Caesar's Palace, where we were basically kicked out. That's just so unacceptable. Well, I'm glad to say that they're here at Fremont, though, was treated them well. That's good. Apart from the usual Bellagio Fountains, Mirage Volcano, and hotel visits, it was a whirlwind visit. Some of my favorite things were playing Jacks or Better with my wife in the evening at the Rio, having a few laughs and beers. I imagine you guys doing this and laughing away together. Again... The bar staff were excellent. Nice. We do, we do like, I don't think we play jacks or better, but we do like to sit down and have drinks and laugh and have yes. a good time. So, yep. yes. We would we would love to do that maybe with you, Ben, the next time you guys are in town, if you don't mind some company. But. Oh, yeah. Uh, Virgin have me, oh, goodness. Virgin have offered me enough points to fly at a ridiculous rate after the mess up this October. And as the wife and kids are in France, I just need to decide if I'm brave enough (laughs) (laughs) to visit as a solo for five nights. (laughs) That seems like it's almost a little sneaky. Like you're going to send the wife and kids to France and then you're going to come to Vegas. He doesn't cheat. He doesn't cheat on her with a woman. He cheats on her with a city. With vacations. That's all. Yeah. Well, and I, I have to imagine to, to Brits, France is like, you know, Michiganians going to Ohio. Right. Like, <laughs> right. It's right across the to Toledo. Yeah. No, it's it's uh, interesting. Uh, MGM offers are decent with stays at the Luxor being comped. Well, if you got comp room offer, that's half the battle right there. Right. right? And then Virgin, you know, points to fly cheap. Yeah, I, I think uh, I might, you might need to consider that, Ben. Anyways, great show. Keep up the great work. Peace out, Ben. P.S. One funny nothing to note on my uselessness. I've been in contact with Chris, a.k.a. Vegas Bun Boy, over the last few years, as both of us are big Vegas fans, and I know Karen and Tony have been on his show, and you have all met him. I messaged him after my trip on the Friday and asked and asked if me had any plans to visit. That is what he said. Asked if me had any plans right. to visit. Okay. I think I think it was if he had any, if Vegas Bun Boy had any plans to visit. <laughs> I landed Thursday afternoon UK time, and he landed Thursday night. Like I say, useless. So it sounds like you were two ships passing in the night. Right. Well, thank That's you, Ben. Nice. Thanks, Ben. I'm glad you were finally able to make it back after a while. Right. This is a really cool email. This is a nice follow-up when we were discussing the whole um, electronic craps where, where you get to go up and, and, yeah. and throw the dice, and yep. I worried about the walk of shame. <laughs> right. So we got an email from JF titled, Feedback about the electronic craps at Planet Hollywood. All right, JF writes, There are about 12 monitors. Tossing the dice goes through a rotation. The stick person prompts the user if they want to shoot. If the person presses the no button, the stick person sends the same prompt to the next person. When the person presses yes, their monitor becomes locked so no one else can take a seat, and the person's screen is sent to the monitor up at the craps table. That person shoots until they seven out, just like any other craps game. The minimum bet is a dollar with a total minimum bet of five. I like that. Yeah. This was actually pretty cool because if a person wanted to really slow play, they could make the $1 place bets on the numbers for a total of $5 and you'll get paid the correct 
amount as it's now easy to pay out and change. Hmm. It's 20 seconds between rolls, but probably more like 30 seconds when you count the time for the stick person to collect the dice, move them to the circle, and enter the roll into the system. Numerous people find that to be an eternity, but when playing craps, I don't mind a slow game as opposed to the ones with long breaks as people cash in and out, which are which this game avoids. Hmm. That's a good point. Yeah, is that right? I mean, because anybody can jump in pretty quickly. You don't have to sit Not there Not really and wait impacting for, what's yeah. going on. The table itself was nice, not too bouncy, and fairly short. Can't make bets for the dealers, which I actually like to do, but others may really like the idea of not worrying about it. Tony complained about that. Yeah, I, I do like to play for the dealers. It's yeah. fun. I do too. Yeah. And it Absolutely. gets you engaged with them. Yeah. Hell yeah. My biggest displeasure is once the person rolls the dice, you have no idea of the results until the dice are moved to the center and the stick person enters the number. Think of betting a hard six at a regular craps table and then seeing the three three appear or betting a yo and seeing an 11 appear. How exciting and generates a spontaneous cheer. With this game, the dice is thrown and you're sitting there waiting for yeah. the results. When we played the game and started calling out the numbers immediately to avoid having to wait. Yeah, that's awesome because that was the problem I had at it is they're not like you're sitting there trying to see what they are and then count them in your head like... You just fucking call it out. Like, yeah. you're supposed to call it out after they rolled. Tell the whole table what happened. Yeah. But it sounds like he and his, his friends were started doing that themselves when nice. they were shooting I know. so that everybody nice could work. do it. But yeah, that would be, again, kind of sucking the life out of the game. Out of the game, If yeah. you have to sort of sit there and wait, because he's right. That is one of the things is you're kind of looking down the table, especially if the dice are tossed right in front of you. Mm-hmm. You know, you can see it right, ale- right away and there's a yay right, of, right. media thing. Having 20 seconds seems like a lot, but I missed a few bets. What I really miss is right before tossing the dice, you decide to make a last-second hard way, craps, or yoga. <laughs> well, you can't do that here. With the ability to slow play or bet smaller amounts, my wife joined me. She stopped playing craps with me once the $5 tables went away. Mm. Yeah, I understand that. Overall, it felt like a game. it felt like a game had no soul. I will still play to get dice time, but I won't leave Vegas without playing a live craps table at some point during the trip. Yeah, I can I can understand that. I just that fucking limit. It takes yeah. something, especially craps. It takes something fun and makes it stressful. Yeah. At $15 even, it's it's hard. I don't know how people play at $25 a hand. I don't. I just don't understand it. Yeah. I mean, I obviously don't have a bankroll that supports that. Right. And yeah, I mean, and good for them for, yeah. for that, but it's it's wrapping your head around it that's hard and it's it's disappointing to not even have an option to play a cheap low game yeah but, yeah. but great feedback I appreciate that that was very very yeah. descriptive of how the game actually works yeah answer some of the questions we have so thank you very much JF yep well and Mark it sounds like you alluded to it have you have you been in person to one of these setups yeah it was with you <laughs> no yeah no yeah no, this is, I think this is totally different. I think this is totally different. I do. I really do. Sorry. I really do. Because it, when, when you and I were, you and I did it, we were, it's, it was the, the role to win at, at Harris and it was an electronic table, but we all at least got to stand at the table. Right. And I think with this, uh, that, that is being uh, described here, um, yeah, this is by like JF, the stadium. Oh, is it? What's yeah. That? 
This is no. He's he's describing like the stadium one where you sit at your little terminal until it's your time to roll, and then you go up to the front. There's only a certain place that uh, I I thought that that was just a new idea that had come out. Well, that's what he's saying. It's at Planet Hollywood. No, so no, Tony. He has to do a FHE on this. (laughs) We'll have to go give it a try. Damn it! I hope you do. Oh, darn. If we must, we must. I know. I know. Wait, you'll fall on the sword. Right. For, podcast. That's uh, for you guys. The work we do for our listeners. Mag- magnanimous. <laughs> well, that's the only word to describe it. Yet. <laughs> All right. So we have an email from Nick Bettenhausen nice. titled Vegas. What else? <laughs> Are you saying nice to his name? Yes. <laughs> I'm Watowitz, man. I like... Uh, I like when you throw a last name in there and, and we have to... Well, it's just... I mean, that one's easier to read. I mean, I can look at it and I would have guessed Bettenhausen. No, and now you look terrible. at ours and you go, there's some letters there that don't belong. Right. Yeah, well, yeah. and I assume it's German for Bet the House. Oh, that'd be awesome. Oh. <laughs> I don't think it is, but... <laughs> <laughs> it would be cool if it was. <laughs> I, I'm taking some liberties here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nick writes, Mark and the crew... Wow, Tony, now we're just regulated to the crew. That's right. Oh, shit. Yeah, Golly. you needed to knock down a peg, let's be honest. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Talk about ego filling the room. I don't even want to get no, started. No, I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not giving in to, to that baiting, yeah. young lady. <laughs> All right. So Nick writes, first off, I am obsessed with your podcast. I've listened for the last four years, found it and loved it, so I started from the beginning. Aww. I've heard every episode at least twice. Holy shit. And some even more. Wow. Good Lord, dude. No. Why? Okay. Well, the vintage I listen to. I'm going to say this might uh, might sound a little stalkery. That's all I'm going to say. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I've watched The Office fucking hundreds of times, so I get it. There are some things that well, just click for you. But and- The Office isn't necessarily like time sensitive like we talk about stuff that's yeah happening but it's, currently it, not, it, but it's still fun to listen to people's you know uh, I love how you're defending your stalker here who, who admits that he's obsessed with your podcast <laughs> with the podcast and there's nothing wrong with that this went, I'm obsessed <laughs> with it I've been doing it for 11 years this is what happens when you refer to Karen and I as the crew <laughs> <laughs> we, t- we turn on you <laughs> yeah, Forming a mutiny right now. Nick continues. I've been a Patreon subscriber for about a year. Your vintage Vegas is so amazing and knowledgeable. Thank you. My question for Mark is, do you have a recommendation for any Vegas history or just any Las Vegas books? Yes, I actually have a list on Amazon I could send you. If you reach out to me, there's a list that's that's all the the top uh, books that I would recommend. There you go. I spend a lot of time driving. I'm a mechanic and wear earbuds 24-7. Nice. Plus, I farm, so lots of radio time. I fell in love with Las Vegas in 2013 when my now wife bought me tickets for the Viva Las Vegas Rockabilly Weekender. I love this fucking city. It it was love at first sight as I rode the escalator down to baggage claim at McCarran Airport. Aww. We got married at the Tropicana in 2014. I thought he was going to say at McCarran. (laughs) (laughs) That one I would have to question his choices. Love at first sight. They immediately got married at McCarran. Like, what the fuck just happened? (laughs) Sadly, didn't get wedding pics as we hired a friend to take photos. (laughs) And let's just say Vegas got to her. We had the exact opposite issue. We, uh, the the person we hired sucked. All the, all the pictures that, that we got were taken from family. Yeah. Well, we got some from him, but they were super dark and not. Yeah. Anyway, it's all in my mind. (laughs) Uh, sorry. So with that being said, we are trying to come back in the next year to dress up and take wedding pictures. 
We are more Fremont people than strip, but honestly, it's all good. So if you have any recommendations for photographers, include that too. Mainly just want to drop you a line to say how much I enjoy your work. It makes the last five years that I haven't been able to visit Vegas a little easier. Thanks again for your hard work, Nick. That's something we can help out with too once you're here. Uh, if you if you need a, a photographer for real, like we know people. Yeah, and I let me um, let me make a couple phone calls because I I know um, there's one that I've worked with, and then our our friend uh, Lacey Las Vegas gal has quite a few that she works with. So yeah. let me get a list together, and uh, that's probably something we want to get him ahead of time because you want to have that arranged before you get to town. Because well, yeah, they, whatever. Yeah, they you don't want to wait to pop in and go, hey, come take pictures, and everybody's booked. Yeah. Plus, then the photographer can kind of scope out the the travel path if you want sure, sure. you know ve- lots of vagacy in your pictures then um, they can really help with that so yeah I mean I'm assuming you got his email since he sent this in yeah I would assume okay so maybe you could go ahead and send him that list on Amazon and then I'll try to come up with a list of photographers if I remember Nick I'm not gonna remember bug him again Nick send him, <laughs> yeah, send him a reminder me again. there's no <laughs> way it's happening right now so we'll help Very you out fun. there absolutely and, and that's really cool I um I can appreciate how disappointing it, it must have been to not have any real, quote unquote, memorable photos of your, you know, yeah. what is arguably probably one of the most important days of, of anybody's life. Uh, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a big believer that the second happiest day of everybody's life is their wedding day. Their first happiest day of their life is their day the divorce paperwork is signed. So oh, I was um, waiting to see where you were going with it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, and I'll be I honest. Can't, I, I can't. I'm, ha- I'm happily married. I know, but I, I, to your point, I um, it, it is sad to, to not have pictures. But no offense, I, I'd be kind of pissed off with a friend. I mean, I, I get that Vegas sure. happens, but like sure. you have a job. If yeah, you're friends with these yeah. people, and this is a big important day for them, yeah. and you can't manage yourself. Eh. Oh fuck! We got Julie too. I just thought of that as another photographer. Well, if she's here, yeah. But yeah, no, she's yeah. Get, get here, Julie. <laughs> You, you are in demand. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I know Julie would be. Julie would be a phenomenal photographer. Yeah. That's going to do it for this installment of the 360 Vegas listener feedback. As always, you can support the show when you shop at AmazonVegas.com. For seven dollars per month, you can have access to 100 exclusive podcast episodes and more. That's Patreon.com/slash 360 Vegas. And if you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio. You can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I'm at 360vegastony. Karen. I am at 360vegascaren. He just told you where you can find me, so until next time. Yeah.